Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Touchgrass Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. My name is Johnny Romano. And I'm Grayson Green, and we are privileged, honored, and excited to announce that Akira will be joining us on our podcast. Currently one half of the IWGP Junior Tag Team Champion, that is Francesco Akira. You're listening now? It's live. Uh, so thank you for taking your time out your busy schedule. I do appreciate it. So where, where, are you, where are you currently now, Francesco? I'm in Common Marble, that is near Bergamo, that is near Milan. Near your hometown, Bergamo. Yeah, my hometown, yes. Brilliant, brilliant. How is it like to be home? I know you've been traveling a lot recently as well. It's been good. I, I just been to WXW for 16 carat and it was pretty good. Good weekend, but happy to go to be home a little bit and excited to fly to Dubai tomorrow. Tomorrow? So oh. you're flying tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Exciting. What time are you going to be uh, arriving? I think 7 a.m. in the morning on mm. Friday. It's, a quick it's like a seven hour flight. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad for me. I know. I'm used to 15 to go to Japan. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. Well, we'll get into that for sure. I saw on your uh, Instagram story as well, you were walking your dog before. Um, yeah, German yeah, Shepherd, yeah. Alsatian. Is it kind of a mix? Is it like a rescue dog? I've just recently got a rescue dog myself. Uh, it's, oh, a, it's a golden retriever. Uh, it's crossed with a uh, Irish setter. It's absolutely huge. So yeah, I could imagine all, all the chubbing that you do. Uh, I'd be missing my dog, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I do. When I'm when I fly, uh, we just want to take you back as well. If we can, if we can jump into a time pod, if that's all right, I want to take mm-hmm. you back to uh, Bagano, Italy, uh, in the early mm-hmm. thousands. You were a young, a young sprigget back then. What was it mm-hmm. like in a country so enriched with football history? Italy, we all know Italy. Around that time, you were winning, I think, the fourth World Cup. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what was it like in a culture that is, you know, it's took over by football, wanting to be a wrestler growing up? It was like you're the weird kid or you're like the guy left by outside, you know. I'm not sure what English term for this, but when I started wrestling and I was in kind of high school, everyone took joke of me because nobody knew wrestling and everybody likes soccer. Yeah. But it's like kind of like stand out. Like I was the only one and because I believe it so much, that that's why I think I'm at the level that I am now, you know? So it was, it was very tough in the beginning. Like I know kind of expected life when you choose something that is not popular or it's not common or it's weird. You're always like left outside, always left behind. Yeah, exactly. That's what I felt like. Oh, I grew up in Perth, worth in Australia. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and a few mates started a backyard wrestling basically back then. And I know exactly what it feels like to be an outsider because in Australia, everyone's into their AFL or their rugby and that. And we've got the spiked hair up there looking at the old ECW days and trying to replicate that with our own version of tables on the back in someone's back garden every weekend. So I know what it feels like to be the outside person. We've all had to deal with that. All yeah. of the, uh, especially when I was in England as well, growing up as well, there was a lot of stereotypical stuff, especially around that time, around the 2006. It was more when like, for me, I dropped out of watching wrestling around when Eddie Guerrero passed away because he was like my hero. He was my guy. And I took mm-hmm. a big, big gap. And I think it was the pipe bomb that got me back into it. Um, so that would have been around what you were watching then, right? Coming up with yeah, that. 2012, no. Yeah, 2012. Was it was it easily ac- accessible to watch in Italy? Was the, was it Sky Sport Italia or? Before before Eddie, Eddie and Chris that it was very easy. Like he was on national TV on like good, good time. So it was very popular wrestling before. Yeah. But after, especially Chris Benoit, 
uh, story. Yeah. It's like the TV TV canceled completely, and then he went on like pay TV. So it was more difficult to get. Right. Okay. I never had like Sky, so it was difficult to find. You have like some weird channels to see sometimes. Yeah, and it was a weird time as well because it wasn't really the tape trading era, was it? Yeah, yeah. So you had to find it. You had to really go looking. Now you are following in huge footsteps of the likes of Nunzio from FBI back in the day. <laughs> he used to love Nunzio. Uh, Bruno San Martino, obviously yeah. the, the icon, and Santino yeah. Marella. <laughs> not so much, not so much. No, yeah, no, not really Italian. Who were your inspirations growing up? I mean, my idol has always been, and it's The Rock. Wow. Like, the, he's the guy that, like, as soon as I saw him, I, like, I don't want to say felt, felt in love with him, but, you know, his charisma, his persona, it's, like, the most electrifying man in sport industry, you know, like, so good, and he's always been an inspiration. Then after when I grew up, I discovered his story, like how he started, how he had nothing and just became the legend that he is now. So it's very inspiring to me. But also like Rey Mysterio, I, ne- I never heard of Bruno before I got into Japan, honestly. Right. Because like he's very like 50 and 60. So it's very old school. Old yeah. yeah, very, very old school. So when you started, I know you did go uh, around Italy. Obviously, that was the scene you grew up in. Um, what was the scene like in Italy? I know you also did a, a lot of work in the UK as well. Is that right? Yeah, I, I started in Italy like yeah, eight years ago. And I did. I was very, very skinny. I'm still skinny, but I was <laughs> super, super skinny. So I didn't took a bump in like two years. Wow. Like, yeah, it took a, <laughs> me a very long time. Then I started going like to UK and when I didn't speak English at all, but it was all funny experience, like very, very funny experience in UK and other European country. And then you made your scenes in Japan as well. And was this all during the pandemic you were, you were coming through? Uh, the first time in Japan? Yeah. No, it was just like 2019, it was February, one year before. Just before? So, yeah, like what, one year before I... Went to all Japan for the first time. Like. Right. I've recently heard a podcast that Will Ospreay was on, obviously a man you know very well. Um, yeah. He was discussing what it was like both mentally and physically navigating through quarantine, uh, the travel, whilst also trying for yourself to make a name for yourself in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. I-, I lived in Asia myself for, for about five or six years and so did Grayson. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I had to deal with the quarantine and going into the country and and out and being stuck in a hotel room for 16 days, uh, no window opening. It was was hell, hell on earth. It was worse than what prisoners get, you know? Uh, So in order to to do that, just to put on a show for people who either wouldn't clap or couldn't clap or couldn't go to the show. And like I say, trying to make a name for yourself. How how was that navigating through that? Crazy, right? Yeah, it was terrible, but I see things like positive because if I was in Bergamo, that is one of the worst country, one of the worst city it was hit by COVID, I oh. would be stuck in my home and not doing anything at all. So like wrestling in front of no people, it was sad and was very difficult, but it was still something. So, you know, in Japan, we never had a proper lockdown. Mm. So we could walk outside. In Italy, people couldn't even go outside or like, was like super super strict but also spending 14 days in like japanese hotel is like, like a 
prison and you cannot even go outside to take a hair. No. It's like, and these rooms are not like, I don't know, probably in Dubai you use like super big room, hotel room. But in Japan is like, a box. like two meters by two. Yeah, two meters by two. Yeah, bed, I, I, was in, bed. I was in Thailand and they, they wouldn't let you out of the room. Um, yeah. there was no window and then a new, a new variant came around and it was called the Cambridge variant. And because I was from the UK, uh-huh. they just assumed <laughs> I had it. So they were like, right, you passed your COVID test and you know, but you, you're still not allowed out. You, you were meant to be released the sixth day. And then they said, right on day seven, you still staying in eight, nine, ten. I was like, oh God. So to do that multiple times and I did it uh, twice, I can't even imagine. And then to wrestle yeah. and go put your body through the ringer. Osprey did like did it a lot of time also like it was it was very very exhausting for him I I could could tell wow we well, got through it we all got through it we did eventually yeah, yeah. thank God and then on the other yeah. side looking forward to more and more amazing matches coming up and through the ringer so we're super excited for what's to come as well we mm-hmm. have to go through the all the bad to get to the good so like you said positivity is the way forward keep that going and uh, you're only going to get bigger as well from here. Yeah, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, exactly. and then it all came to accumulate for yourself, uh, making your debut at Hyper Battle 22. Yeah, that was a big moment. Uh, revealing the shirt, I've got it. On, <laughs> I've got it on myself here. Oh, you've got it on as well. Oh, another one. Uh, no, this is that, mine. That, that's your. That's th- your one. This is the. I went to a Rev Pro show, watched Aussie Open. Um, oh yeah. And I picked this up straight away. There was only one left. I was like, I'm having that. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. repping the Empire. Unbelievable, and and you lit the uh, yes, and then you lit the the uh, the, the lighter as well. Yeah, is that yeah, an homage yeah. to your name, Fireball? Yeah, yeah. The fireball has arrived. Yeah, it was like real Goku is like I I watched that arena so many times. Like I was a big fan of that arena. I watched some of my favorite match, and I was like, fuck, everything came <laughs> dark, and I just ran to the to the arena. Osprey was there with me, like just before the door. It was like go and kill it and I I was like shaking I was <laughs> so afraid so afraid that like probably get silenced or get booed but actually it was a good surprise but like people recognized me so it was pretty pretty good moment yeah, well, you, you completely you, smashed it you did you made yeah. a, you obviously made a statement in the other uh, companies before uh, showing up there for them to yeah you got a great little ovation as well and then you made your statement uh, how did that come about if you don't mind me asking yeah, I think like also it's because of Will Will connection. Like me and Will got really close during COVID time because there was no many gaijin around, not many foreigner. So we got, we got close, we got friends, and he always helped me out like with feedbacks and like advice how to get better. And like I I did a good match with Gabriel Kidd in England, and he saw it and he wanted to have me in his team. So I think that's. How he went. That's amazing. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. And then you went on to win one half of the IWGP junior tag team titles with uh, TJ Perkins. First shot, first try. Exactly. First shot, first try. And bang, that bang. also meant you were the first ever Italian champion in New Japan. How did yes, that feel? Pretty surreal. When <laughs> I was in Japan, I was the first European, like being junior champion. And then in New Japan, I'm the first Italian. So, like, I'm the history books. History books. So, yeah, of course, humble is important, but I'm like... <laughs> yeah, but you need, you need to be confident as well. There's there's, there's a yeah, fine line between I, confidence and arrogance, but you need to have that. Yeah, I did that. Like, I, I'm glad I had TJ with me because 
he's like a big brother to me and like he's one of the best wrestlers in the world agreed and his his career is longer than my life so yeah <laughs> i'm sure he'll, i'm sure he'll appreciate that yeah so it's it's crazy and we click it as soon as soon as we tag it we click it and we won the title yeah it's amazing we'll, it's an amazing story yeah and then again you made history again we should just call you the history maker yep. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom yeah. 17, the first ever Italian to perform at the Tokyo Dome. So yes. you've topped winning the title, first ever Italian. Then you go to the Tokyo Dome, first ever Italian. Now you're our first ever guest on Touchgrass Wrestling Podcast and the first ever <laughs> Italian. Yeah. You see, every day. Every day making history. On the Wikipedia right. page. Yep. Let's put it all on. <laughs> you're, doing, yeah. you're, doing, you're, doing, you're doing bits. How was that, the Tokyo Dome? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan uh, of all wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously more some than others. Uh, I'm going to be in Japan myself. I'm going over uh, in July. Uh, I'm going over for for six weeks, actually. Uh, Yeah, yeah, over a month and a half. Um, I don't know whether there's... I don't think they announce events, do they really, until about three months? I I think we'll be G1 or something like that. Are you going to be over there? I'm not sure. If it's G1, probably no, because it's the big... big It's the G1 climax, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't, I didn't. Is that going to be this July? Wow. Well, I'm going to have to wow. go over to that. My dream is to be at Tokyo Dome. How was it to wrestle at the Tokyo Dome? It's very hard to express. Like, it's so big. First of all, it's too big. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you got you got reaction of moves like few seconds later, because the echo is coming later. So it's feels surreal. And like my mom and my brother was there also, like watching me. So it was like made everything very, very special. And like, I remember I was about to entrance and I got scared from the firework. Me and TJ <laughs> got scared from the firework, you know, because we opened the show. There was like a big boom, boom, boom. And it was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh shit. So it was like, we weren't pumped up. But of course I, I was focused on the match. I was focused on defending the belt. So I couldn't really realize how many people were there. Mm. But when I second Osprey against Kenny and I was in Osprey corner. Oh, what a match. match. Yeah, what a match. I could like really realize how many people there. I could take my time to look around like that. That made me feel very proud. Yeah, it was worth all of the bullying in school and stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Every bit of it. 26,000, I think the attendance was. 26,000. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. Unbelievable then. Yeah, and so to open it as well is unbelievable. As well. If, if you're not going to be at the end of the show, you want to be the, the front of the show, right? I, I, I guess yeah, exactly. I guess that helped with nerves as well and not having to hang around in the gorilla position for hours on end because it is such a long show. Exactly. And especially I can enjoy the show after my match. You know, I could watch Kenny, Osprey and, you know, all the other match. And it's true because it's, um, it's a big spot to go on first as well. It's a lot of trust to put uh, people on the first spot because that's where how it actually goes, you know. It's obviously... Uh, keeps peaking and they put the trust into you and your tag team partner to go out there to get the crowd motivated to keep going and you put on one hell of a show there as well to open it up thank you very much yeah it was they put like they put a lot of us like I think because we showed them that after defense after defense after defense we we raised the level of this belt they're like people talking about the IWGP junior belts now like because they were kind of forgotten during COVID time so now, because me and TJ are wrestling, I'm our champions. Like people are talking 
And we are opening Tokyo Dome. So it's just like a proof that the company believes in us. Yeah. yeah. And you'll never forget that. I mean, how, how old are you again? 20, 23? 23. Oh, That's come on. unbelievable. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ridic- I'm, t- I'm 20, 28. And I'm 38, so I'm... <laughs> yeah, it's gone. That's what I'm talking about. That's why when I said I was wrestling way back, that's like 20 plus years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 23. You're making me feel old, yeah? 1999. That's unbelievable. So what, what what wrestlers did you grow up watching then? Was it was it like John Cena and your Batistas? And- yeah, like, yeah, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, Big Show. I like had, you know, the like... Backpack, the yeah. diary, like the notebook, everything from like WWE versus like Raw versus SmackDown. Wow. wow. Yeah, the game, the game was awesome. Yeah, that was it. Comes the pain. Yeah, here comes the pain. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just bring it. Yeah, it was a great time to be alive. I feel like the, the obviously with the wrestling now, I think it's 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 evolved now. Um, there's obviously so many so many companies. Uh, the availability for wrestlers like yourself is just so open. And I, I know you are independent. Is there any uh, different companies that, before we obviously touch on where you're going to be this Saturday, uh, that you're looking to get into with, with something maybe like AEW Dark, be be kind of an, an entry or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I've never been to US and I would love to go there. So that's the, in the plan too for this year and like Mexico and like, I like to travel. That's why I'm very excited to come to Dubai tomorrow. Well, we're going to touch on that. It's a new country and everything. And like, yeah, AW for sure. But now, of course, my main goal is being with New Japan. Yeah. Well, New Japan is, yeah, it's the place to be right now for me as a, as a fan. I can imagine for a wrestler as well. And obviously it's such a a fantastic country as well. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Because I love the country also. The country is amazing. The people are amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I know they're dropping a lot of restrictions they have now as well. Um, I can't, yeah, I can't, I I can't wait to get over that. <laughs> Six weeks. Uh, now, the big question, obviously the mm-hmm. listeners want to hear as well, is how did you first hear about WrestleFest DXB? I think I saw that from like Dan Maloney. Yeah. Progress. Uh, like I know, yeah, I know he came there a few times and I know Dan for like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I know like, I know he started, like, he wrestled there. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. In Dubai, you know, you know, you, you think Dubai, you think everything except them wrestling. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. So I was, like, very, very curious about it. And I, then I started following Shanin. Yep. And I was, like, it was pretty cool. And that's how I found out the first time. Wow. Now, your, your style in particular is very special. Um, I've watched a lot of your matches. You got a massive Arsenal, uh, the fireplex, uh, the mm. the fireball, cross face, um, mm. fairy tale ending to name a few. Now you're going to be competing with the man we call the essence of Dubai, Shaheen. Just touched on it mm. then. Have you seen much of Shaheen? And do you know what you're going to get in the ring with? Have you spoke to Dan at all, Dan Maloney about the previous matches because they've had some hell of a match. Uh, the, the last event that we we went to a couple of weeks ago it was an unbelievable match as well. Uh, so right. have you had any information or, you know, any advice going forward against Shaheen? Yeah, no, he told me like he's a hell of a fighter and like, <laughs> I mean, beat, he beats very hard and he's like, <laughs> I also see like he use like he's like use some Osprey move. <laughs> it's like, it's cool to see because I know this moves very well. So I know also how to counter I, it. I was going to say that. And, yep. Yeah. I also know very well how to counter it. So he's the answers 
essence of Dubai is like, let's say the, you know, like when Japanese wrestling started, it was by Ricky Dozon. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's the Ricky Dozon of Dubai. I think like he's the man that opening the door for everyone. Right. Yeah. Big guy from Dubai. So I want to be the guy, the Dubai guy in Dubai. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we do think that this is going to, obviously with Dan Maloney coming over, that opened the door for progress to come over as well to this. And they had actually a progress event. Uh, with you coming over, we feel like this could open doors as well from where you're from, basically. And hopefully that's going to be the case because Dubai is very progressively going forward. We actually had two women wrestle um, the main event in Dubai and in the UAE for the first ever time, which was a huge uh, a huge event here, which got a lot of eyes on yeah, it. Yeah, Hayley Windsor and Charlie Morgan it was, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Correct, Windsor, yeah. yeah. And then obviously when we saw the logo, we were at the last event and we saw your logo New Japan Pro Wrestling come up on the screen. We both thought it was a mirage. We like this. This ain't this ain't happening. There's no way uh, WrestleFXTXB has got that big of a name coming over. And we were so excited when we found out it was you coming over, especially. And we cannot wait. I've already put my hat in the ring to say this could be match of the year already, and I'm sure it will be because you both have the exact same not if, not same fighting style, but you both play off each other really well. And I think this mm-hmm. could be an amazing uh, main event. Yeah, I'm very, very excited too. And, you know, as you said, I'm hopefully opening the door for like some of the guys of my team, you know, like TJ, Osprey, Jeff, Aaron, all the other guys I see open, you know, like we are here. We are the best team in the world. Yeah, for sure. 100%. And that's another first then. If you open the door, mate, that's another one you can mark off as a first. (laughs) There you go. Lining them up. again. And the the shirt makes itself really, doesn't it? UE in the UAE. So... There's your exactly. merch straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the royalties, yeah. Send me the check. <laughs> <laughs> now, with the WrestleFest fans who may have not seen a lot of you, what can they expect from you on Saturday? Expect uh, expect the unexpectable, okay? Oh. Let's say expect a lot of passion. That's what I like to bring to the ring. That's what what I really that's why my nickname is Nova Fireball, because it's my fire is my passion. Like I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. But we're gonna make everyone enjoy, you know. And we're gonna sh- make, we're gonna be the shit out of each other and enjoy doing wrestling and bringing the best wrestling we could possibly be, we could possibly do. Do you have anything to say to him while we're on the podcast that you might wanna, if he's listening to this, that you might wanna say to him about what's coming up? He is a regular listener. He yeah. does listen. Any final okay. words uh, before you next see him in the squared circle on Saturday night? So I just wanna say that I'm very excited to face you, to wrestle you, like to be in the main event. And like, I could, cannot wait to like hit my fireball. One, two, three, shake your hand and bring the United Empire guys over next time, bro. Wow. Ooh. Love it. The stage is set. <laughs> yep. Make sure you all get your tickets for this huge event. It's the one year anniversary of WrestleFest DXB. This Saturday, 18th of March, Warehouse 4, zero to infinity. This has been Touchgrass Wrestling. It has been. This has been Francesco. Akira for the United Empire, baby. You just touched grass there, Akira. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Grazie mille.